Hey there, welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. Do you wish you could find a sustainable way to get healthy and not feel overwhelmed in the process? Do you find yourself up late at night scouring Pinterest for meal prep ideas and quick workouts? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel stressed out and disappointed when you fall back in your old habits, drive through the Chick-fil-A drive through for the second time this week, all while the fresh produce you just bought goes bad? Hey, I'm Rebecca. I too am a working mom of two littles and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. All my life I've struggled with trying to maintain a healthy weight and feel good in my skin. I could add yo-yo dieter to my resume. After I packed on 50 plus pounds with two pregnancies, I decided to change for good. I wanted to stop obsessing about food, stay consistent, and set a good healthy example for my kids. But I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the energy, or accountability to stay on track until I changed my mindset and created one healthy habit at a time. In this podcast, you will find simple, actionable steps so you can create a healthy lifestyle and get relief from the overwhelm. Spray that dry shampoo, grab your iced coffee, turn up the volume, and let's get healthy. Happy Monday and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. Thank you so much for tuning in another week. I'm so grateful that you're here. Today, I thought it would be cool to share with you guys some of my favorite meals for the spring and summer season. These are going to be quick, easy, you know, family-friendly meals, 30 minutes or less, and they can also double as lunch for the next day, which I think is super great. So I'm going to give you guys some meals and I'm also going to give you guys some like my go-to snacks right now because I think that's important to have something that you know is going to be nutritious, keep you on track, but not sabotage what you're trying to do for your health. So my first go-to meal for the nice warm weather that we have among us, uh, among us, upon us, let me get that straight, upon us is... So you take an avocado and you cut it in half and you take out the pit, obviously, sprinkle some lemon juice on your avocado to keep it from going brown super fast, and then get some crab meat. So not imitation crab meat, but actual crab meat in like a can or a jar, or um, I know BJ's and Costco sells it in a bulk, um, which tends to make it a little bit more cost effective. Um, and scoop a bunch of crab meat into the center where the pit of the avocado was. Then you're going to get some salt and pepper. You could get some maybe that Trader Joe's um, everything but the bagel seasoning and sprinkle that on it. You can get some olive oil, maybe some balsamic vinegar. Maybe you want to dice some tomatoes on top of it. Put it on a bed of lettuce. But, oh my goodness, it's so good and so refreshing and filling at the same time. The avocado obviously is going to give you your healthy fat. The crab is going to give you a lot of protein. And it's really going to keep you full. And it's a super healthy meal. And then also you could put some diced um, onion on the avocado too. So along with the lemon juice and that will keep it from turning brown. So if you wanted to put it in your lunch, um, if you wanted to pre-cut the avocado, you could do it that way. Or you could just leave the avocado whole and then cut it um, when you're actually sitting down to eat it. So, oh, that is so good. It's like my jam. It's making me want to eat it right now. But that's my one of my favorite things to eat in the summer. Second meal is now, obviously, when you make it, it's going to be hot. However, this meal, I actually like to eat it cold, too. It's pretty refreshing, and it sounds a little bit weird. But the veg- veggies in it kind of make it like one of those... Like you could almost eat it cold. At least I like it cold. But I don't think this even has a name, but I just take ground beef. And sometimes I'll make a lot of ground beef just because I know this meal can go for a couple days and it can really be a great lunch too. 
but maybe like two pounds of ground beef, um, fresh cut up zucchini. So what I'll do is I'll slice like a couple zucchinis and then cut the circles into fours. So I'll have like diced zucchini, diced tomato in a can. So we're going to take, if you can get ones that have like um, onion in it or a different seasoning, that's fine. But I really like just plain diced tomatoes. Um, and then you want to keep all the juices and p- dump it into the pan once your meat is almost cooked. So you want to kind of, depending upon how much you like tomatoes, maybe you want to put two or three cans. If you're doing two pounds of ground beef, maybe even four cans, it just depends how much, you know, how much you like tomatoes really. Um, you want to put garlic fresh if you have it, but otherwise you can do use garlic, garlic seasoning, or you can use, you know, the chopped garlic that's in the jar. Onion, so take some fresh onion, cut like an entire onion, dice it up, throw that in there. Um, and then if you like diced peppers, you can throw that in there too. But ultimately, that's really it. So it's ground beef, zucchini, diced tomatoes in the can, garlic, onion, and like I said, you can throw in some diced uh, peppers if you like as well. And then you can kind of make this a couple different ways. If you want a Mexican flavoring, you could put a Mexican seasoning. If you want like an Italian flavoring, you could put an Italian seasoning in it. You can kind of go into your pantry and see what kind of, you know, there's a really good Cajun seasoning I have. You can make it like a Cajun dish. It can go so many different ways. And these ingredients are so versatile. I think they're going to take on the flavor of whatever seasoning you pour into it. So that is just such a good dish. And like I said, I like it with the Mexican seasoning cold. I'll actually put like a bed of lettuce and throw some of this on my um, like lettuce and kind of make it like a little salad. I really enjoy it. And it's like something you can make in bulk. And a lot of like your it's very family friendly, depending upon as long as you don't make it like super spicy and throw jalapenos in it, then your kids might argue. But it's good as a taco seasoning you throw it in and it everybody likes it you could even put it in taco shells honestly and give it to your kids if they like taco shells and stuff but it's a super filling meal lots of veggies in it good ground beef keep you filling keep you filled and um yeah it's a great go-to spring and summer meal and I guess you could really do it all year but I tend to make it with the fresh zucchini more in the spring and summer another meal that has just recently become my jam and this again might sound a little silly but Wild Fork. I don't know if you guys have a Wild Fork where you live, but one just opened up to us recently and I happened to get sliced chicken thighs. Now, this sounds super weird. I do not like chicken thighs and I honestly didn't even think I was going to eat this at all, period. But I just decided, I think one day I was just hungry and I was like, these look like they'll cook quick because they're small, like thinly sliced pieces. So I threw the chicken thighs with a little bit of oil in the pan and I threw some onion, diced up some onion and I had made a big vat. I know I usually do make a big vat of cauliflower rice and I'll go into how I make my cauliflower rice here in a minute, but I already had some pre-made cauliflower rice, threw that in with the sliced chicken thighs and I put this, it's like a citrus, citrus herb seasoning And I sprinkled that in there and it was so good. Oh my goodness. And it was so refreshing. Another one of those dishes where you could have it hot, but you could also enjoy it cold. Um, It was so good. I don't, like I said, I don't even like chicken thighs, but for something different, a different variation of chicken, because I feel like I always eat chicken breast. It was delicious. Like I feel like I could just scoop eat the sliced chicken thighs cooked. That's how good it is with some seasoning on it. So Super quick, easy meal. And my kids liked it. Everyone liked it. It was a win-win. But Wild Fork makes it. I don't know anyone else that makes pre-sliced frozen chicken thighs. But if you are 
into cutting meat, you could slice your own chicken thighs. I'm just not into that. So, and I, like I said, chicken thighs kind of gross me out to be honest. And I don't usually eat them. So (laughs) that's one of my confessions. I don't usually eat chicken thighs, but this way it was super good, super easy, super fast. And yeah, it was a new adventure, but I really enjoyed it. So there are like three things that are like my go-tos now for like healthy meals and, um, just quick, you know, quick stuff that I can throw in a pan, boom, 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 put it on the table in 30 minutes and you're done. As far as other things that are like super healthy and just my jam where I can eat them, I can snack on them, I can add them as a side dish for dinner is roasted green beans. I'm obsessed with roasted green beans. I had no idea how good they could be if you knew how to cook them. So what I'll do is I'll get a huge bag, like the family size organic green beans at um, my local grocery store is Wegmans. So that's where I usually get it. I'll get a big giant bowl and I will get some olive oil or avocado oil, some salt and pepper. And then I either use seasoned salt or there's this like vegetable seasoning or there's like a Um, rustic herb seasoning that's really good but you can you know play around with seasonings toss it all in a bowl throw it in a glass dish put it in the oven on 425 or 450 for about 25 minutes and check it but when they start getting like soft and brown on the edges take them out they are so good when I tell you I can eat an entire bag like a whole family size bag of them I have to like restrain myself because they're so good. If you put the right seasoning on it and the right amount of oil and they get the right amount of crisp, they are unbelievably delicious. And for me, they are a great snack the next day. Um, Cold because there's like, actually they have a, a snap to them. They're kind of crispy, but they still have really good flavor. So if veggies are your thing um, and you're looking for a new way to cook them, Roasting vegetables, so delicious. The other thing is air frying shredded Brussels sprouts. Again, one of those things where I'm like, I don't eat Brussels sprouts, they're disgusting. Well, I had them in a restaurant once and was like, I need to find a good way to cook these because they're really good if you know how to cook them. So uh, what I've been doing is I get, again, the pre-shredded Brussels sprouts because I don't like the the balls. I don't know. I don't like the balls. I don't feel like they're, they are easily cookable. I don't know. I'm just not good at it. So I buy the shredded stuff. And what I'll do is I'll throw them in my air fryer, put a little bit of oil. I'll play around with some seasonings. I've added sriracha. I've added a little tiny drip of honey and just kind of tossed it around. And um, I will also add some, I forget what it's called, but there's like another red, it's like Cholula, I think it's called. It's a little red spicy sauce. Toss that in there as well. And with the right amount of oil, you know, kind of honing in on how you use your air fryer. I know every air fryer is a little bit different. But if you get that sweet spot where the Brussels sprouts are like, they're like brown and they're soft. It's so good. It's like you just scoop it out and they're shredded. It's a great thing you can add on top of a steak. You can add it onto a salad. You can like make a huge bag, add it to some eggs just add it as a side dish. You could caramelize some onions and add it to it. But oh my goodness, so good. And again, it's one of those things. Who eats Brussels sprouts? Like, I don't know. I'm approaching 40 and I guess maybe my maturity I should be eating Brussels sprouts. But it really didn't occur to me that Brussels sprouts are something I could eat until like literally six months ago. And now I'm obsessed. So finding new things to do with your veggies and then also they can kind of partner as a snack later. So good and so easy. And I mean, if you have an air fryer, it's so fast. And mine is like, I can put the whole thing after it's done in the dishwasher, which is amazing. So there's that. So the other thing I want to share with you guys is how I perfected, or at least I think I perfected my cauliflower rice. 
So I like the organic diced cauliflower rice. So it's pre-rice. So easy. I mean, when cauliflower rice first became a thing, I would get my food processor and a couple heads of cauliflower. And oh my goodness, the freaking cauliflower would start splattering all over my kitchen. It was everywhere. It would get into every crack, every crevice. And it really was the only way to make cauliflower rice was with a food processor. But it was such a disaster. It was just so messy and I hated doing it. So then when they came out with, you know, organic pre-riced cauliflower rice, I was like, oh, I have to figure this out. So at first times, a couple times I made it, it was always soggy and it wasn't good, but I found a really good way to to make it work. So what I use is butter with my cauliflower rice. I put a decent amount in the bottom of the pan, melt it around, and then I will throw the bag or pouch of the cauliflower rice frozen into the pan and I will just like spread it around as evenly as I can and let it sit. And then I will just like toss it around, toss it around. Once it starts getting to the point where most of the moisture is observed, I will uh, absorb, I will lay it again around and I will wait till it starts burning. You're going to kind of see like it start turning brown, then toss it, lay it around, spread it around real evenly again, let it brown, spread it around again, let it brown. And that way you kind of get like almost like that stir fry, like, I don't know what you call it, but like burntness to it. And then what I'll do is I'll, you know, crack a couple eggs in a bowl, scramble them up, throw them in, cook them in separately, and then mix them in together. Also, they do sell, um, I forget the brand, but they do make pre-riced cauliflower rice with diced peppers and onions, which is so good. If you add that too, it just kind of helps so you don't have to cut additional vegetables. So, so, so good. But for me, the key is butter, making sure you have a pan that's big enough and then also just like keep flattening it down so that it has a chance to kind of crisp on the edges and then toss it around, make it get burnt again, toss it around, make it like kind of get that brownness to it. Again, my whole family will eat it. It's amazing. I mean, you could add some soy sauce to it. Coconut aminos is a great solution for that too if you're allergic to soy. Um, we're looking for a healthier option. Again, tons of different options of seasonings you can add to that to kind of capture a different flavor. You can add this to that zucchini dish I spoke about earlier. But this is like, I always have some of my cauliflower rice on hand. I will throw it in eggs and kind of make a skillet, which is super delish too. Um, and it's good cold. It's good cold. It's good hot. It's good to add to like, if you're doing tacos or burritos and you're looking to have a way to add some more veggies, even to your kids, you can add it and it's rice. Instead of putting white rice in a burrito, use this as your white rice. And it's so good. Like my son actually asked me to make my cauliflower rice now because I've gotten so good at it. And I'm not too buying horn, but it's taken me a while to really get it like the crispness and not be soggy so that it just seems like it's like mushy vegetable. It's like It does not taste like mushy vegetable anymore with the way I've cooked it. So that was a lot of stuff, but I hope that you found something in there that you can help feed your families keep you guys moving forward in your health goals and keep it from keeping you in the kitchen for like two hours because I don't have two hours to make dinner or any meal. So I'm assuming you don't either. So I hope something I talked about today on this episode can make your life a little easier and fuel you in a good way. Have an amazing week. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.